So, hi guys. So today we're joined, well, I'm joined by none other than Ben Crawford or I guess Cooper Tier or <laughs> Kyle Everett from Silver. Boys or Everett Silver yeah. <laughs> or McLovin, um, whichever you choose really. Um, how are you doing, Ben? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. You know, just sitting on my couch, hanging out, just just kicking it on my favorite podcast. So let's let's dive into it. You're in review. Favorite podcast. Love to, Love to see it. You're a busy man at the minute. We'll get onto that in a short while. But yeah, first of all, year review 2020. Straight in there. What's been your highlight? Highlight. Only pick one. Only pick one. You can't. I know. I know what you're gonna say. Actually, but you know. Well, I guess. I, well, I guess. I guess I would probably say I don't know. Just the success of my YouTube channel and whatnot, kind of start like kind of blowing up and and whatnot that's definitely been a blessing for sure but yeah i think at least like if you would have told me in february before the coronavirus hit that this is what i'd be doing in december and kind of how my life had changed i probably would have told you you were batshit crazy but you know what now i'm here so uh it's it's awesome what would what would you say your your highlight of the year is probably meeting Craig Engels in person maybe Not I don't that. know no, I guess anything. I guess tracks are in general really um, which is again the same boat as you start of the year February time 1,000 followers now we have <laughs> what 43,000 followers and been to Monaco done a podcast with many great people uh, none of a greater than you obviously but like <laughs> you know it's, it's been a weird year from people yeah, like just talking about exactly <laughs> conversations about other people about them and I'm like, oh yeah they're actually quite nice guys it's, it's yeah. weird to like be able to i know them. and then you finally actually like get to meet them and talk to them and you're like oh okay let's see if the hype's are real and then you're like oh it is like this person actually is cool i definitely felt that way with like spencer and, and zach and and whatnot and you know definitely not the tracks to guys i thought they were going to be super lame and then i met one i was like dang these guys actually are. no i'm playing bro i was uh just i remember the first time i even hopped on the the podcast with you guys back over the summer with you and Rory, we sure yeah, I did think you guys were American, but then also it was uh, just felt like we had known each other forever. Like it just we just got like right into a great conversation, and I was like, okay, this is chill. I like this. And I remember doing that too, man. That was that was the first podcast I had ever done like as a guest, and I just remember yeah. and like you just did, you did um, Zach Levitz as well, and then you did yeah, running things considered. Have you done that? Running one? things considered, I did uh think deep pod i was just making my rounds on the podcast man it was just a podcast thought this year like <laughs> everyone was getting a piece of it but nobody got more pieces in track still i'll tell you that ben crawford podcast 2021 hey i talked to cooper about it man maybe it'll happen maybe it'll happen me and cooper tier with the podcast yeah i don't my only thing would the only reason it wouldn't happen would be because he like I mean, we literally live together, but just him being like, oh, dude, we have to film a podcast today and like actually prepping for it and whatnot, like putting in the work and like making sure it's a respectable, good podcast and not just us talking into a microphone with a bunch of nonsense for 40 minutes. Yeah, well, that, that's that's the route you can go down. Like me and Rory just tend to wing it quite a lot of the time. Like we say, oh, we'll talk about this today and then we're just going off on a tangent. <laughs> uh, but I feel like we can get away with it because the quality of the podcast is terrible and I guess we're sort of known for it now, just going off on a tangent. And I guess, 
you know, it's what, it's what the I have to listen to the podcast. Man. I've been doing a, a lot of driving this summer when I was driving, you know, drove out to Col- Colorado and back, which was like 20 hours each way, Montana and back, which was like 17 hours each way, like a lot of driving, you know, the tracks to podcast kept me company. I'd say my favorite one for sure is the the Goose one, Jordan Guzman. I love that podcast, just hearing him talk about like his story and whatnot. Like you can't help but not root for the guy. He's and, an absolute legend. I and just resonate with him. And, and, you know, like he's the, I don't want to say king of the underdogs, but he's, he just like personifies that underdog spirit and just not giving a shit. And, you know. He's also the king of Tim on Elite as well. Yeah. Definitely. There would definitely be some people who might disagree with that. I wouldn't, but some people probably would. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I don't know. He's, he's, my, he's my king of Tim on Elite. Same Likewise. That, I don't yeah, some Parsons, you know, but he's more like a, a like Prince. a spiritual. Um, he's like on a spiritual wizard. Right he's now. like a wizard. Yeah. Some Parsons he drives around in a in a Tesla, but yeah. Um, yeah. Right. So highlight, obviously, your YouTube channel. Very, yeah. Very um, self-absorbed of you there, Ben. Um, <laughs> I'm big, well, big, biggest narcissist I know. Well, no, you're not. Um, key no, moments this year what just top five yeah in running as a as a sport influential moments or most shocking moments what would you say Kept the guy world record number one uh in yeah. the 5k i didn't think i would see that 5k world record broken for a long time um and he just kind of destroyed it and then had the audacity to post it on strava <laughs> which is like okay Absolute man king and i'd say that i don't know the it was cool to see just kind of how the American track community at least came together with the uh, like the big friendly meets and the Bowerman inner squad meets and uh, the sound running sunset tour meets, as well as the sound running track meet uh, a couple weeks ago. Those were really cool to, to see. And I mean, obviously so many national records and Olympic uh, trials qualifiers and Olympic standards, as well as you had Mohamed over the summer breaking the Canadian record and, in the 5k and Shelby Houlihan American record in the women's uh, 5k. So I'd say that that's, I know it's a lot, but I'd, I'd clump that in at number two. And then number three, hmm, I'd have to say, I really like how, or just seeing the, the running community within the digital space kind of coming yeah. together and, and really starting to like actually build on something and embark on it was definitely cool. And to be a part of that is a, a blessing definitely you know just being able to kind of put on for the sport and meet a lot of cool people through the process number four i don't know the i'll, I'll give it the launch of Westfly athletics uh uh shout out to the Westfly boys i think they're bringing an energy that is completely unmatched and has never been seen in the sport of track and field before and you know there's a lot of people have something to say about it good or bad but I think from the perspective they're looking at and the perspective I'm looking at is like, Hey, their names in, in people's mouths. So they're, they're kind of doing something right. Um, and let's number five oh, and it's tough. It's tough. Uh, I don't even know. Maybe. Oh, number five. Okay. In this is a happened pre COVID, but like in January, the, the Oregon men broke the, the DMR national record in, in college and, that was a uh, pretty exciting to watch just having some roommates on the, on the team that 
that broke that record was was cool. Bummed they obviously didn't get a chance to compete for a national title due to the uh, championships being canceled due to COVID literally the day before. But you know what? Yeah, it is what it is. like already at the track. Like yeah, like literally there, they yeah. were at the track warming up, like getting their pre meet in, and they were like, hey, like teams like once a couple teams started pulling out, then more people did, and then they just canceled it. Everyone's like, well, I guess we're going home. Yeah, blame Harvard for that. Then they pulled up. Seriously, man. What it, what it was Harvard now? I think like they're smart or something. <laughs> Not even like I don't know. I don't, I don't even know anything about American universities, so I won't touch on that. Harvard, is, Harvard and Yale are like the two most, and I'd say Stanford too, probably are like the two or three most top tier. Like it's like the, your Oxford of the UK. Yeah. Like they, yeah. if if Harvard is saying something's right, it's probably right because they got a lot of smart people there. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy in the UK called Hugo Milner, who is a he's a really good runner. But he got into Harvard for a academic scholarship, full scholarship, and that's like crazy. Um, yeah, no, dude. You have to be like you'd have to get like a near perfect score on your standardized I think he test. I think he did. Um, that's it. I guess that's I need it. to say my top five. Yeah. Um, Chapter guys, five k. Definitely has to be Chapter guys, five k. I think Kipchoge getting beaten is probably up there. Uh, Jakob, Jakob running 328, European record. Beating Mo Farah's European record. Um, That's insane. Everything that happened in Boulder, I think it's going to have an impact, a huge impact on, like, you know, everything. Like, even, like, Just Spencer going forward. to Brooks Beast as well. I think that's yeah, big. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I think that is big. It, it definitely breaks a mold and kind of broke down uh, a barrier. Donovan Bridges, 335 in the 1500, which is pretty crazy. And also, yeah, insane, dude. Or uh, he went on some pretty, like, I can't remember exactly, like, what times he ran, but he had, like, a pretty solid win streak going this summer, too. Well, when, was, when was the last time he lost? Like, That's actually a good question. That's actually a great question, especially in an 800-meter race. It's weird because last year he sort of didn't come out of nowhere, but, like, he just started winning Diamond Leagues straight, like. Yeah, no, and, and I mean, he, like, he was a good, he was like a good runner in high school. And I mean, he wasn't like, no one was calling him the next great runner, like, or like the next big thing, but everyone was like, this guy's good. And then, you know, he broke the collegiate record, kind of had a, I don't know, maybe like a down year where he just didn't perform as well as he had before. And, but, you know, he's kept his head in there. And I mean, obviously now he's one of the greats and he's just getting started. Definitely could, I see an Olympic gold medal in his future. Do you see a world record in his future? Dude, if if he was running like any other, if he was as if he was in any other distance besides the 800, probably. But I think Rudish's 140 is just like absolutely cracked. Yeah. Like you, if, it, if but if someone's gonna it, break Donovan, it, it might be him. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we thought that about Amos as well, and then he sort of didn't. Yeah, and then he I mean, yeah. He's still young, Amos, which is crazy. Like he's, Dude, still, so he's like not even 30 yet and he's ridiculously rich as well i looked it up he's like the richest man in is he's crazy botswana. um yeah he's literally one of the richest men in botswana um i wonder, I wonder, if like a, I wonder what his net worth would, i'm sure you could find it but like just like comparatively like i don't know you think like oh you think of your one of the richest people in america just like because of the gdp and whatnot you'd obviously have to have a lot of money but it's like Botswana, like there's probably not a lot of like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk types over there. No, but who knows? 
Yeah, it probably equates to a lot of money, like yeah. in the yeah, especially whatever like, the, the, the currency uh, exchange is too. Because you know, one American dollar might be like a hundred Botswanian dollars. But uh, I'm searching his net worth, even though uh, even though in the middle, Google this is, this always is lies. Information people need to know. Yeah, well, yeah. Do you know Steve Cram? The, uh, yeah. His net worth's eighty-one million. It must be nice. Yeah, it must be. Um, I can't find it. I, he's definitely, he's definitely like you know, he's got yeah, quite he's a few million to his name. Oh yeah, no, definitely, and and that's nothing to scoff at. It's a lot more than I have at the minute. Uh, well, yeah, at the minute. Hopefully, what uh, so we're gonna say top five low lights, or maybe or, maybe just top one if you can't think of five. Top one. Yeah, I was gonna say it might be kind of hard to think of. I don't know, man. COVID. <laughs> COVID. Yeah. Well, that's definitely COVID. COVID took a, a massive w this year and handed us a massive l the human race but uh you know i think with this vaccine coming out actually i don't want to talk about the vaccine that's a, a touchy subject especially because i mean i'm i'm personally gonna wait but uh yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see kind of how we rebound from it in the the new year and also what the lasting implications are going to be just on society as a whole because i know before this like you'd walk into a crowded subway car or train and, and you wouldn't think twice about germs. Like maybe you'd be like, Oh, like someone sneezes or something, you'd be like, Oh, whatever. But now it's like, this, this is going to be something that's probably the rest of our lives. Like it's, we're talking, you know, decades upon decades of just like people, like it's going to affect us and just the yeah. way we think and go about things. And, you know, are they going to, are people going to be wearing masks like for a long time, like just as safety precautions, like who knows? So I see I see YouTube videos from last year or like films and I'm like, why aren't they wearing a mask? Like what are they doing? Like, I see people like at concerts and I'm like, what are you doing? It's strange. It's just so, exactly like it's the world's never gonna be the same. I feel really sorry for Joe Biden because he's just walking into <laughs> this mess. Yeah. Like if if anything goes wrong, they'll just blame him and then you Yeah, know. that's that's kind of the problem with being the, the press in the United States. It's like having that much power it's when something goes good like it's obviously sick because everyone's like this guy's the best like and you're just like hey what can i say but then you know one thing slips up and everyone's just like impeach him like but also i feel like you know if you're coming in after donald trump it's it's a pretty low bar you got the bar set pretty low true that's true but for anyone for what like 48 percent of americans who vote for donald is that is that right i'm not saying Forty did like forty eight percent still broke, vote for Trump. Yeah, like, yeah, like well, it's just you look at like if you look at the maps and stuff like of the voting things or of like the just like the the votes. I mean, you get a lot of like the midwestern states that are pretty rural farm agricultural areas, and like a lot older population tends to lean a lot more Republican and conservative. But then just in like really big city centers and mm-hmm. and more progressive areas, like I know on the west coast and. California, Oregon, and Washington, like those are all Democrat, like Biden states, but even, I don't know, and then a lot of states flipped too, just because of voter turnout and whatnot, and obviously that was Trump's biggest bone to pick, is like, where are these votes coming from, and I don't know, it's, it was just a, a shit show, but yeah, I don't know. I how it's, gone to politics. Exactly, and it's like, I voted, I did my part, like, I, I did, like, that's, that's all I can do at the end of the day. So I think my worst, worst downed moment of the year, one, probably all the drugs cheats this year. Like, there's been so many like high profile athletes 
just been like fallen off a cliff. Like Coleman, whatever you think, I guess he's banned. So or suspended. Idnasa, uh, Menangoy, Kipruto for different reasons. But I think Menangoy is uh, innocent. I hope so, but they were a bit fishy. Just like the way he was, just like the way he was handling it and kind of talking about, it, I kind of I can see him being more innocent than some. But also, you never know; people can be good liars. It's convenient with what happened. It's very convenient yeah. with what happened. Very convenient, very very convenient, and I don't know. And that's why I think you look at a lot of Americans who are super vocal in like clean sport, and they're like, if you're clean, you wouldn't have these issues. Like, obviously, it it makes it seem like, oh, I just missed this or that, but it's like, if you're actually like. 100% clean you don't run into these obstacles which is and I mean obviously yeah. being someone not being a, like an Olympic caliber athlete where you kind of know the ropes of water testing and whatnot it's it's hard to like form a an educated opinion and really know because you're not like in their shoes but I don't know I would trust someone like like some of those voices just within clean sport and it's like hey yeah like you know you're still able to win medals and whatnot and you've never had an issue so on the other side of the foot though it's kind of funny and ironic obviously with this Instagram, I get a lot, I hear a lot of stories about different people and it's funny to see one, this person I've heard stories about and then go like, run clean. And it's like, it's not what I heard. <laughs> no, I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. There's, that's one thing too, with, I'd say is a pet peeve of mine. It's just, I don't know, athletes and people in general broadcasting themselves in a very fictitious light and like, you know, very glamorous for themselves. And it's like, you know, like, that's not who that person is. Yeah. Like, if you know them personally, you're just like, this person, it cannot be the more opposite. They portray this, like, super, like, humble, like, clean, like, you know, like, squeaky clean athlete that's, like, the perfect role model. And it's like, dude, you're a, not that person. I know there's been a... person comes to mind specifically. <laughs> who I can't say on the podcast but i will yeah. mouth it to you now to see if you can tell first so, type it in the chat oh yeah i'll do that um let me waffle but i'm typing this in um not the clean part but the sort of like the oh yeah it's completely different literally literally dude my biggest bone to pick within the sport is like yeah and i mean obviously a, a great person and you know they they do good good stuff for the sport but i'm just like i don't know uh it's I've, I've had encounters too and I'm just like dog what are you doing bro but you know it's their I don't want to hate on their success it's uh it's easy to but they're because no. they kind of sit on that pedestal but no I agree and but yeah I'd say another low light maybe of the year would be I don't know shout out all my injured runners out there who got hurt this year that definitely would put a hamper on my season if I got hurt so yeah gotta that's give a, true gotta give a shout out to them I think um another low light again said this in the highlights impactful moment Kipchoge losing broke my heart in fact Bikili pulling out yeah, yeah that ruined everything like yeah, imagine that was, saying that could, been, that could have been the race of a lifetime literally probably the, the first time we've ever had the two greatest of all time whilst of being the two greatest of all time racing yeah, the, the only thing I, I could think that would come close to that is that great north run with uh, yeah. Kylie, um, Bikili and Mo yeah, that and I mean, I, that photo is just so legendary. Yeah, of like yes. three, like those are three always, of the, the greatest I, of all times. I always know if I find a photo of that for Instagram posts, I'm going to get a lot of likes. So it's fun. It's <laughs> fun to uh, you gotta you gotta put keep it in your back pocket for when you need it. Yeah, true. I I always do that. I'm like, so the, the system. I've never spoke about this, but the system with Instagram, how it works is if I've got something what's really good as a secondary post to post. 
then I get a really, really good picture. So then hopefully it blows up. But then if it's like a podcast or something, like Instagram doesn't like when people advertise things that aren't Instagram on their app. So then mm-hmm. I just pick like anything and it, yeah, it's, it's a system. There's you pick from Mofar, it's like podcast with Ben Crawford. <laughs> Pretty much. You click on, they're like sick podcast with Mofar. How to, how to Alfie get this guy? And then it's like, eh, just kidding guys. It's your boy Ben Crawford again. People are just like, damn it. I would, you fooled me. <laughs> In fact, yeah, let's, let's talk about something very quickly. Like a clickbait E. Oh, let's try and think something what's going to get lots of clicks. Mofar pays me for a sub 25K. <laughs> podcast i can think of the title for it based off the things we've been talking about uh well it's not going to say on the podcast but uh yeah. the thing i put in the chat that, that would get a lot of clicks his deepest secrets about the running community who takes drugs yeah that's actually going to be the podcast someone title. still ran in the olympics when they were drunk like just some ridiculous something absolutely just false so you can uh, tell you're a youtuber because the clickbait just rolls off the tongue seriously man that's that's one thing i've I've prided my one thing i've prided myself on though is not a there's a lot of youtube channels and and whatnot and like i'm not even like i don't i mean no disrespect when i i say this like because you got to get it how you live i get it but people will do like the fastest 5k like uh like asterisk like sub 15 like parentheses gone wrong and it's like i don't know man my my thing is always just like the stuff all clickbait will just be like stuff that's actually like in the be like i'll be like oh running with the oregon men and people obviously will like see the oregon logo on it and be like oh that's cool or whatnot but i'll never be like cooper tier like run sub 13 in a workout like it's emotional. weird though because your videos like running in the vapor fly it's, what, it's like a hundred and some k views or something like that and then like yeah. long run with the oregon like obviously obviously oregon's like historic but like yeah views like when i did I, mean, I did a road race and I think around 14, 28 and one. And in the title, I put sub 15. It's like, I literally ran 32 seconds quicker than sub 15. Yeah. But I just but had to put sub like, 15. You know, I totally feel that. And it's like, I mean, and, and I've definitely been guilty of, of putting stuff like that. I'm on a podcast, mom. Are you leaving? Oh, okay. Oh, you can come in and grab it. Yeah, like we can cut that part out or keep it in. Yeah, we'll keep it in. <laughs> okay, back to business, man. Um, so yeah, I would say, I don't even know what we were talking about before that, but oh, the clickbait stuff. Yeah. The, uh, I'll say one thing, man. Uh, I posted this on my Instagram story last night on my photo account, but just like being back home for the holidays, I have all these photos framed of just like pictures from high school of like just running stuff and there's this photo on my desk of like me cooper and everett just standing together after like the arcadia invitational which is a a big race i was just looking at that and i was like man like i wouldn't even say like look at how far like we've come because it's so like haven't really done that much crazy stuff yet but i just look at him just like just as a reminder of like the roots and because back then there was like no idea of any like possibility of what could happen and yeah, exactly. I, I, I didn't realize that photo. It is. Is it you, ever Cooper, Lewis Cahalva? Yeah, and then the other two kids both run for Stanford: Callum Bolger and Michael Verneau. And they're 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 solid in their own right as well. But yeah, dude, that that class was nasty in California. Yeah, and and that race, man, 
that 3200 Cooper got third he won it his junior year and like upset a couple people and everyone was like who is this kid and then uh senior year he broke his toe like a week before the state meet just was like messing around at his house and kicked his bathroom door (laughs) and broke his big toe and like couldn't run for the week leading up to the state meet or like two leading up and it's like dude just that's just like a funny story I don't know and there's other photos too like of I'm trying to think all look it's like there's one of a great a great photo is you the viewers won't be able to see it see this but it's like the Brooks PR you know Brooks PR is is that where you cheated your way to get kit is that yeah 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 from the first podcast we ever did oh yeah no and I'm, I'm literally like standing in between like like Everett and Luis Grijalva and I'm just like wearing the kit and I'm just like what's up boys (laughs) so funny but yeah dude like just looking at the picture there's like Brody Hasty like Luis Grijalva Everett like three or four Stanford kids a couple UW kids some Wisconsin kids like just it's just crap like it's insane and it was like dang that that high school class was was really something else and I mean California alone could probably get more olympic medals than a lot of countries yeah so. no that california like well you know joe hale posted something on his uh instagram or on his twitter and then he posted on his instagram story and he said you know 50 mile radius from your hometown top five cross-country team and it's like that could be a little bit too op like if there's no time like frame because you could go back to the 60s or 70s like you can get a lot of great people but even in the last like five or ten years i was thinking like okay california would definitely whoop some people but then they were like posting there people were posting their stuff and i was like okay it'd actually be pretty fair like there's i don't know i know yeah. ollie Orr and cam griffith went to the same high school together in australia which is crazy. like that's crazy and i know uh I'm trying to think. i went to the same school as subco oh not at the same time though obviously no my granddad <laughs> he's actually he- like 70 years old the uh no, I'm trying to think. There was this one, like my sophomore year of high school in California, there was this one league, which is like a little six-team grouping that like you kind of have to qualify out of to get to like the, the regionals and whatnot. But the in California for cross-country, they run three miles, not 5K, which is like they're like one of the only states who does that, which is really weird in my opinion. But uh, for this one league meet, there were guys, They all the top three all broke 14 minutes. Was just like, and it was like Austin Tamagno, Sydney Gitabuti, and Garrett Corcoran. And Austin runs for Oregon still. Sydney's a tin man. And, and Garrett was like a two or three time All American at a Cal Berkeley. He broke four minutes in the mile. And it's like, dude, it's so insane that those guys literally all lived in the same like city and were in the same league in high school. And, or even I know like at the county meet, they had like like Jeff Thies from Tittman was in our same league. Robert Brandt from Georgetown and uh, UCLA was in the same thing. And it's just like so, so crazy. But I'm pretty sure um, Josh Kerr, Jake Whiteman, and Chris O'Hare all run for the same club in the UK. Damn. And yeah, also maybe, maybe Andy Butchart did as well, possibly. Um, not too shabby. Not too they're shabby all Scottish. Scottish middle distance is literally would beat Great Britain middle distance. Like if you took Scotland out of it, they'd absolutely. Yeah, that's that's something that always confuses me, man. That like, I don't know, because I think of like Wales and Scotland as like different. I mean, they're different countries, but it's like 
they're still a part of whenever I see Great Britain competing in the Olympics or World Championships, like, oh, it's England. But yeah. it's, I have to remember that it's like, I don't know, uh, it's like it's Scotland and Wales as well. And definitely Yorkshire con- as well. It's literally oh. Yorkshire, Scotland and Wales, like Yorkshire, the county. It's like a, yeah, you know what a county is. Uh, I don't know why I'm yeah, trying yeah. yeah. But they came like, if they had their own individual Olympics in 2012, they would have come fourth or fifth on the t- medals table. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So, Dude, yeah. the, um, the, I think one thing that's underrated people don't talk about is that one night in British athletics at the Olympics when Mo Farah won, uh, was it Rutherford? Yeah. Won the lockup and, and Jessica Ennis won the heptathlon that day. Like, I just remember from watching the 10K it's video crazy. where they talk about it and they show like Andy Rutherford like doing the jumps and like Jessica Ennis like taking the victory lap. And it's just like, well, that's, I mean, and it's literally in the home country too. Like, that's so crazy. Yeah. It, it was crazy. You know, you know your stuff. You know your stuff. I know, uh, like, it's 2028, the Olympics are coming to Los Angeles, you know, the, my stomping grounds. Like, well, yeah, it, that'd be crazy. In America as well, it's like, okay, dude, like, how insane would it be if, like, let's say Cooper Tier, Cole Hawker, and, like, Drew Hunter, and, like, a few of these other, Luis Grava, like, these guys, like, and that's going to be when they're in their primes, 28, 29, 30 years old like they could like oh man it's gets me riled up man because i know it's i know that's like like it could it could happen one of my favorite moments is in the european athletics in the 1500 with a lap to go it's jacob ingebrigtsen henry ingebrigtsen and philip ingebrigtsen first (laughs) second and third running together they move through the pack together and then in fourth fifth and sixth was jake whiteman charlie grice and maybe josh kerr or Chris O'Hare, there was another uh, GB 1500-meter runner. So there was three Norwegians, three GB, and it just looked so sick. Like, if they yeah, did that, I was, like... I was talking to, uh, I think, dude, the one thing I think that's not getting talked about is just how competitive the middle distances are going to be for the Olympics and the World Championships in the coming years. Like, looking at Australia, Great Britain, America, like, these countries are insane. Like, you know, yeah. usually it's just East African countries that that really, like during those those championship races actually show out and and win the medals but and you know some of the diamond leagues and whatnot like the people will be like oh these americans are so good but then they just get stomped on in the yeah uh championships but you look at australia you got ramsden stewie uh charlie hunter obviously uh molly morgan mcdonald uh gregson like and then a whole other load of like 340 low guys and then you look at great, yeah, yeah yeah you look at uh great britain you got like Jake Whiteman, Charlie Grice, Chris O'Hare, Josh Kerr, James West, Josh Lay, Mark Scott, Mark Scott, the like dudes, insane in America. Oh, you got, oh, you got like America. You got like Cooper, Luis, uh, Drew, Eric Jane. Like you just, I mean, in America, like it's. I'm sure there's a Forever. a million main names I'm missing, but it's it's just crazy, and it's I don't know, man. Who's it's gonna be crazy because people are gonna get left off the team, and I. I I see an opportunity there to on some track meets over the summer where it's like you get bounced in the first round of the Olympic trials or something or the second round, like, Hey, you're still in incredible shape. Go run 329 at some high school track. I think also as well, you've made, you've won that you've come top three in the trials, but you haven't got this qualifying standard. Yeah. I'm, Hopefully that's I'm not sure. a big issue. That would suck, dude. I've always thought about that. Like imagine getting third at your trials or second, but 
it's the fourth or fifth place guy gets to go because you don't have the standard. That would, oh, that would suck. Because awesome. you can run a better race than them. Like, literally, the Olympics is a race. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't get that. Care, no one cares about time. But so, also, I think they have to have the time so that way there's not just like, you're not getting true. three athletes from Ivory Coast to a run in like 17 minutes in the 5K or something. Yeah, there's imagine this, video, there's this one video of uh, this. I forget like what, oh, he's from like Equatorial Guinea. It's like at the 2000 Olympics in Sydney, Australia. And somehow like this guy qualified, I think because of like, it's part of Oceania and like the uh, Australian continent. So he got to qualify just as like the hometown team. And uh, literally for like, he was doing like a 50 meter swim and swam like almost a minute slower than everyone else and there's a race he's like racing by himself in the pool and the guy's like he's gonna get an equatorial guinea record like it's like so funny because he's just so bad and it's it's just a, it's hilarious but it's it's the olympic dream it is i'd let you go to the olympics and come last i'd i'd go to the olympics and get the four times and wouldn't care um right moving on to the nitty-gritty thing of the podcast do you, do you want to introduce this? Um, yeah, I would love to, actually. So I know uh, if people have been looking at my story and whatnot, been seeing, uh, working on this magazine, realistically, like, ha- had the idea, like, two weeks ago, sitting on my couch on a Monday night, just pondering, looking out the window, looking at the TV, kind of thinking, like, I was just coming off the sound running meet, and I was like, man, like, I really want to have a space in this sport, and I want to change the game. And I'm thinking, like, how do I like, how am I going to go about doing this? Like, what's the best way to do this? And I was like, what if I'm at magazine first? Because my goal, I guess I'll say this. I know this is, I'm kind of talking in nonsense right now, but I've had this idea for a while of creating a, a brand within the sport, just called new generation track and field. Something that symbolizes the, the, like the, the changing of the guards per se between the old generation that like the runner space flow track, let's run all that stuff versus the new generation, the, the YouTube, the tracks, the, the stride report, tempo journal, et cetera, the athlete special fans, Emma Abramson fans, Ben Crawford fans, Zach Levitt fans, Alfie Thortman fans, uh, <laughs> the only fans, no, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, basically I was like, well, how do I kind of convey this idea and get it out to the people? And I was like, what if I made a magazine? And so posted on my story, was getting like a stupid amount of replies. And I was like, well, shit. <laughs> guess I'll do this. Like that, people seem to want it. And so I downloaded like Adobe InDesign and started to get to work, started reaching out to people to write and, you know, thank God it's, it's all come together like in the right way. But yeah, basically going to launch this, this hard copy magazine uh, in January, probably first, first or second week of January, pretty early in the month, get it shipped out and delivered to people by the end of the month and then run it back for February and, and so on and so forth. But you know, kind of after the the hype dies out and whatnot, I'll keep doing uh, hard copies, but I'm going to launch an online publication, like an online blog with essentially daily content, daily articles, like one or two articles a day, getting pushed out by a fantastic team of big team of writers that I've been fortunate enough to be able to assemble, bring them together, uh, kind of like the Avengers. I'm Doctor Strange per se, but uh, I know the... Uh, yeah, but I still plan on doing the hard copy as well uh, at the each month, but just save the best stories and the most compelling pieces uh, for the magazine and, and people can buy it. I'm going to create an online store and then the magazine is going to be called New Generation Track and Field. 
And I kind of, I'm going to use that to launch this umbrella brand of new generation track and field. And it's like, okay, we can do merchandise. We can have a club like camps, uh, events, like meets, just everything. And, you know, that's obviously the dream. And this is just the, the first step in getting there, but it's exciting to, to kind of see it come together and, and start to take shape and, you know, just the engagement and like from the people that, that want it and, you know, seeing their reaction, having them be like, dude, I'll, I'll buy this. Like I'll, for something to create something that people want to spend their hard earned money on. Like I take that as a compliment because it's like, okay, like you're, you created something that people actually like care about it and want. And, and that's my biggest thing is I never want to create something that people like feel like is crappier, like loosely put together. Like I'm kind of taking my time with this and like, I have a team of editors that are going to look through the art that are looking through the articles. We're proofreading them, all that stuff we got. And it's not just some Joe Schmoes, you know, we got these grad students, uh, you know, like English majors, journalism majors, and people that are really looking over it and trying to make sure it's the, the best possible thing. But yeah, it's just going to be very compelling stories, like human interest pieces within the sport, uh, athlete interviews and spotlights, team and program spotlights, uh, race recaps and meet recaps, training tips brought uh, brought to you by yours truly, Alfie of Traxta, uh, as well as, you know, there's going to be photos. This is one of my favorite parts. There's going to be posters, about three or four posters per magazine of just like the, your favorite runners that, you know, you can hang on your wall. I know looking at, at my wall right now in my childhood bedroom, I have a Galen Rupp, Mo Farr and Matthew Centrowitz Nike posters that I ripped out of a magazine. I have a pre-classic poster, like a Nike poster with like Mo Farah and Galen on it too. And it's like, those are the people want to be able to like put stuff up because it's, it gives them kind of that freedom and that they can express themselves in that way. And, you know, they're able to, especially with these newer runners, like with Cooper and a lot of the guys in my videos, people are able to really relate to them more so than, than runners in the past, or I would say runners in the present, but just that are a part of the different generation, just because these guys put themselves out there and uh, showcase their personalities and show that it's not all running, running, running all the time. It's, you know, I'm a, a real person too. I like to joke around. We probably watch the same YouTube videos or we probably follow the same meme accounts on Instagram. Like heaps of, of course ones. I'm exactly heap dude. I love that account. I just love that it's Australian too. Cause yeah. living with, living with Charlie Hunter is just being a, a big Aussie. It's so I've definitely like taken in like a lot of Australian culture from him this year. And I'm just like heaps, man. Like I'd be very keen to do that. Like, just saying uh, Australian things, and I'm like, this is funny. Also, send it to him. I'm like, I have no idea what this means, but it's Australian, so you'll find it funny. They could be so much bigger because they literally don't have the word "running" memes anywhere in their no. caption bio or anything. But I was trying to find and them. They're, they're like, are so funny too. <laughs> yeah, they don't like, care look at at them, all. Like, And it just makes me laugh. And I'm like, this is so funny. And I just love to like their the thing they do with Brett Robinson and Steve McSween. Like, I don't really know anything about Brett Robinson and I don't know anything about Stu McSween other than the fact, fact that he's so fast. And it's just like, that they just Is post random stuff. Yeah, sent man elite. You know, the, uh, it just makes me laugh, like, the stuff that they post. And I'm just like, I have no idea what the context of this is, but I'll like it. It's funny. I, I think that this is, I don't want to, obviously this is on the podcast now, so I guess you can't really back down. You should have a, have a meme section in the magazine dude like a comment that would actually i would have to find a, i'd have to definitely reach out to some solid meme accounts but uh because i solid you know you have to bring 
you have to bring out the A1 memes. I'm not going to put anything in there. That's not a dank meme per se. There's one meme for each edition, just like literally one holy grail of memes. Um, yeah. There's actually the best- meme- memematic. You can make your own memes. It's sick. Yeah. I'll show you afterwards. Best meme running meme I've ever seen was one where it's like some dude driving his car and it's like when you see Colleen, like a five paragraph Colleen Quigley caption on Instagram and then it's like him like putting the like shifter into reverse. <laughs> I'm just like, why did this have to, like, why is this A so true but B so out of pocket? Like, this is the energy that the running community needs. Like, because everyone, like, and this is not to, I doubt Colleen Quigley or anyone within her circle would listen to this, but if they are, no disrespect by this, but like, this is definitely something that a lot of people in the running community, like, know and she's very much notorious for is like these really long, like, thought out captions that are, are yeah. like very descriptive. It's like an essay. And people are just like, good Lord, I don't want to read that. Like, just show me an Instagram picture and like a regular caption. But well, I think that makes it worse that everyone also fancies going quickly. So. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's just like a, it's a very funny thing. Yeah, it's a very much a give and take. But I saw that meme and it cracked me up because I was like, this is so out of pocket. Like, I love this energy. I love this like reckless energy within the sport. And, and that's also what Westlight kind of brings where it's like, I mean, it's not necessarily the lane that like I would take my brand down yeah. and, and that's no disrespect. Like we just have different outlooks on stuff, but like, I, I love what they're doing. I think it's hilarious. It's very much like a, a Jake, Lo, Jake and Logan Paul type thing where it's like, they're really just trying to push buttons and get people to react yeah. to it, which is funny. And like, I can get it. Cause it's also, some people are so, naive the the sense of they don't really understand that they're just trying to get a reaction and it's like if you didn't react to it then like there wouldn't be an issue but like the fact that you're actually reacting and like getting mad at it just makes them like do it a hundred times more and like fuels their fire it's so like it's, um floyd mayweather make- says he, he makes people dislike them so people wait so people pay to watch him lose like, that's literally <laughs> yeah. why he has his character jake paul's is an exception he's just an absolute idiot anyway like he's an exception. I think, yeah, I think Jake Paul's definitely. I mean, did you see the video he posted of Colin McGregor out? I haven't seen it. I, I uh, avoid him at all costs. Save your I brain cells. Save your brain cells. But he just calls yeah. out McGregor and like Dana White, and it's so ridiculous. And it's like he like is sitting outside like his like sports car and has like a cigar and like these really douchey sunglasses on, and he like has a uh, Irish flag rape uh, like draped around him, and he's just like Colin McGregor, and I was just like, dude, you would get your Oh, but God. I'd pay to watch that fight because that'd be funny. Joe, what's quite sad? I mean, I, I paid. I Sorry, personally I paid fifty dollars. I paid fifty dollars to watch him knock out exactly. Nate Robbins. <laughs> but the thing like, is, we were, me and my roommates were watching the like. We were just like, oh, we have like cable. Let's get the pay per view fight. And we're just like, heck yeah! And we just were just like, fire. just watched Nate Robinson. That's really sad. Like that Nate Robinson was probably just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, well, he definitely like been tra- like trains like really hard and whatnot, but like you get in a ring as Floyd Mayweather or Conor McGregor, like that's a those guys are the point oh one percent of of their class. Like, well, yeah. no matter how much training you're gonna do, like they're just gonna. Oh, oh that hurt to get punched by Conor McGregor. <laughs> Fact prediction for Logan Paul versus uh, Floyd Mayweather then February the twentieth. Is that when it Floyd is? Mayweather first round TKO? Do you think TKO Floyd Mayweather first round? I reckon I wouldn't I say reckon TK, but round. I think Floyd Mayweather. Dude, how crazy would it be if Logan Paul 
Imagine just first <laughs> round knockout, just smack Logan Paul just, just just clocks Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. I was thinking, what about if you fought? So Floyd was Floyd's not going to do much in the first round. What about if you fought like you were really fatigued and like so he was ready to pick you off, and you just take a shot, like and try and beat him at his own game where because he's really fast at reaction. If you like pre-fire a shot, knowing that you're about to take a shot to the head, and somehow still try and get that hook round. Because he he's not going to fight someone in his weight class who just takes shots. Whereas Logan probably yeah. could take a shot. So, you know, it's not impossible. Yeah, no. but yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, we're going to have to pay the $50 to buy the fight and watch out, find out for ourselves. Right. I'm going to play that's a bit the whole of... marketing game behind it is they're trying to make money. And, I mean, the, the Jake Paul, uh, Nate Robinson fight was the, the eighth most paid pay-per-view fight of all time. Like, that's, that's ridiculous. And they that's ridiculous. no money from it either. Like, have you seen the? Well, I heard Nate Rock got paid like I, yeah, I heard Nate. Well, like most of it went to Tyson, and because Tyson was like yeah. the the main the main card, but they were just the undercard. But yeah, I heard Nate Robinson got paid like sixteen thousand dollars to get knocked out by Jake Paul, which would suck. Logan, Getting- Logan versus Floyd. Floyd gets fifty percent of the pay per view, plus like five mil. Logan gets five percent of the pay per view and two hundred grand guaranteed. It's like a Logan. Yeah, that's what he is. So. But also, but also for Logan Paul, like I feel like just the fact that he's gonna be on a be on the card with Floyd Mayweather and like have that associated with his name is like good enough for him. Exactly, you you that just does enough for his brand. Yeah, exactly. And it's like Floyd Mayweather's probably just like stupid white boy, like (laughs) I'm gonna kick your ass. (laughs) Yeah, very true. Right, back to the magazine. I'm gonna play a bit of Devil's Avocado. Well, no, I'm not really, but I'm just gonna ask a few questions. Some hey, sort of put you put you on there. So, for this the the physical copies, globally, are you selling them globally? What what are we saying about that? Oh, not that I like wouldn't want to. I don't know if the the online store that I'll I'm, I assume that it'll support online like global buyers. Got to check. What are you doing it through? Are you doing it through Shopify? No, I'm doing Weebly. it through Weebly and Square. Yeah, they yeah they will they will they will. Yeah okay yeah. If so, not, you can just have a plugin to do it like. Plugin one. You heard it here reason. first. We're doing international, boys. Because I'm, I'm definitely getting one straight away. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll send you. I'll send one your way. But uh, I'm definitely gonna print some extras. I'll autograph them too. Don't worry. Now the uh... <laughs> Cowboy Ben. Yeah. Who's calling me at this hour, bro? Everett's FaceTiming me right now. Good lord. Send him the. Just send him the Zoom link. I will. I don't think he has Zoom. Actually, he yeah. has Yo, what's up, bro? I'm on a podcast right now with Alfie from Traxta. Again? Yeah, bro. I'd be podding, bro. What can I say? Yeah, niggas, uh, yeah, you're the most active dude on the pod. Facts. Right. You want another thumbnail? Uh, what? Said so you need another thumbnail? Not too, but I just had a question. So, how are you able to add a like a swipe up link to your Instagram? No. I think you have to have it. Will you have your thing set as like a, uh, like a, a business account, right? I think that's what, if you have over 10 K and have a business account, I think you can do that. Or maybe you have to be verified. I really don't know. No, nah, Everett can, Everett can, Everett can. What'd you say, Alfie? Yeah, Everett can do it. Tell oh, him. you can do it. You just, you just have to be a business account. Yeah, I'm a business account or, or a creator account. Both of them should you work You gotta fine. be a business or a creator account and you can do it because you have over 10 K. But that's easy. You just you just change the setting. Yeah, you just change the setting, and then you should get a little thing. All right, but dude, I think I'm about, I think I'm about to pull up this weekend. No cap. 
do it. That should um, be so fun, bro. Are y'all about also, to? We could film a long run or something. True. Are y'all about to just like have like a barbecue or something for your dad's birthday? Probably. I'm I not bet. sure. We haven't talked about it. Oh, here. Yeah, this is what it looks like. It looks like this. Uh, yeah, I was DMing him yesterday, and he said his birthday's on the nineteenth, and to come up, and I was like, "Shit, say less, Papa." Yeah. Um. What's it called? I do need a thumbnail, though. I. Right. I'm uploading the Michigan workout today. Okay, I'll uh, I'll do that after this podcast. Yeah, I mean, I'm I don't I I'm uploading it later. Damn, so. my guy, two videos in two days. Quit playing with him. Call me Ben Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, bro. Uh, it's just it's, it's just so easy on iMovie. Um, facts. Uh, um. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Learn as much as you can from Eddie and get him to help you as much as you can. Well, I mean, I do all the editing. He just helps me with add the music. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. All right, then, G. I'll talk to you later. All right, see you. Damn, Everett's on the YouTube grind, bro. Yeah, I need to get on that. I'll, I'll oh. come back. You can edit that part out, but yeah. 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 Okay, coming back into the podcast, just uh, had a surprise FaceTime call from Everett Silva making another YouTube video, you know, on his Ben Crawford grind. Gotta love it. But, his uh, name's now in the title as well. Sweet, yes. dude. Hey, you gotta get as many, as many clicks as possible. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, future of the magazine, where do you see it going? Where do you want it to go? Are we talking different publications of the same magazine, like maybe a more news-focused one, maybe a more, you know, just... I see, you go? I definitely see it. I could see it going down that way. I definitely see it, you know, like I said, having it like still at the end of, or for each month, having a hard copy with the best stories, but then, you know, giving daily articles and content within the website itself. Uh, and then also, uh, yeah, I could maybe even doing twice a month issues, you know, that's, we're talking big bucks there because I'd have to print it and, and ship it out and obviously all that stuff. But that's something I think, you know, time will, time will tell. I'm kind of just, taking it one step at a time but you know there's definitely no ceilings and no limit to to what i think is it can end up it can end up doing and i'd love to like i said like i'm not just going to do the magazine like i'm not just going to stop there i'm yeah. going to keep growing and, and building the brand and doing these different avenues such as meets and events and camps and merchandise and like a i'd love to have a create like a pro club team and you know just whatever whatever comes to mind just be able to kind of hatch it from this umbrella brand so absolutely that's exactly oh, what we want to do as well i feel that man and, and you know I, I know you guys got that merch on the way the tracks the tees <laughs> soon soon it look comfortable Back, man tell you what heard it here first we'll give it extra special 10 percent, extra 10 percent off t-shirts only in the ben crawford magazine okay so okay i can yeah. i can hey man if you i'll make a little ad too for that yeah you use so, code Alfie 10 for 10% off. Yeah, exactly. So if, if you want one, just get the Ben Crawford magazine. And either, even if it's not in the magazine, just DM us saying that you've got it or show us proof and we'll send you a discount code. I'm only so. doing a hundred. I'm only doing a hundred copies at first too. Okay. Well, like I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm doing a hundred copies. And then, I mean, obviously like if those sell out, that's going to be instant. Want, dude, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'd like to think that, but also like, I, like a hundred people, like each right. buying it, like that, that'd be crazy. You, but uh, Cooper's gonna share it. Everett's gonna share it. Will share it. Joe Hale's gonna share it. That's yeah. You but, know, yeah. Like I don't know, man. That'd, that'd be crazy if that happened. But uh, 
yeah and then if Numbers. obviously more people want it then i can just i'll, I'll print more and, and kind of make well, them to order per se should, i was about to say this the next question i was going to ask it's probably the least most no the most hatred thing ever in the sport but i think it could work subscription model because yeah i don't i don't i haven't found a good platform to like have a subscription subscriber base like monthly like recurring things through yet obviously that's probably pretty easy to find there's probably a million and one out there on the internet we, we can but, hash uh, that out after the podcast if you want or another time because yeah i, I know uh, right up my alley but yeah i think definitely like after the first like i don't know three or four issues and like i kind of realized okay this is going to be an every month thing because the last thing i'd want to do is to like create a subscription thing and then just yeah. like stop sending that'd be messed up man but also dude just be like no guys it must have gotten lost in the mail man just wait for next month's issue and we're also up in the charge it's going to be a hundred dollars a month now instead of 30. <laughs> but yeah, yeah and sure. i think i'm going to sell them for like 25 or 30 dollars each you know just to try and cover my ends i still got to figure a bunch of the pricing stuff out but the goal is to like I'm not of course like making money is nice and stuff but I, I want to be able to provide the the magazines like to the buyers like for a, a relatively like a very fair price something that like I would myself would pay like if it's if I wouldn't pay for it like I how can I expect other people to pay for it yeah well these magazines are going to be a masterpiece as well it's not like you're just buying like a you know just like a one from like the I'm not sure if you have them in the UK in the US but we have like these little magazines you can get for like tabloids like I'm not sure if I don't I'm not sure what they'd be called. Like like um basically like TV magazines, like so like gossip magazines. Yeah, like gossip magazines. So it's not really like yeah, that. Like they have like celebrities on the cover and it's like you won't believe who like yeah. Prince Harry was seen with. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah, that, 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 yeah. They have a bunch of those in America, dude. They're like every grocery checkout stand, like every newspaper stand everywhere. And it's like it's like the ghost of John F. Kennedy or like the ghost of George Washington is alive. Like find more on page A3. And it's like, dude, why would anybody buy this? So what you're saying is actually we're going to have a branch out magazine, special edition, Ben Crawford. Who is he simping for? And then stuff like that. Dude, that would be, hey man, if I was trying to get clicks or trying to get buys, you know, exclusive tell all interview. Um, what the people need to know. Uh, but no, I think, yeah, it's definitely like, like I product and obviously as well, like if, if anyone ever gives me a hard time, like I'll refer to them to this part of the podcast. Cause I'm going to say this one time, actually I'll probably say it more times, but this will be the first time I say it on record. This is going to be a, a learning curve. I have contrary to popular belief, probably I have never published a magazine before. So, uh, you know, if, if the first one like is, you know, a, a six out of 10, just the second one probably be a seven out of 10. The third one, probably an eight out of 10. And, you know, we'll work up there and we'll, we'll get it up. It's going to be a learning process. You can't be afraid to take the first step. Uh, if you're afraid to fail, you're never going to succeed. So you just got to send it in and learn. And I think that uh, I'm very fortunate to have a subscriber and kind of fan base that is all in and, and kind of willing to work out the kinks and, and be along for the ride. And they know that, I mean, maybe because I, this is kind of just how I portray myself, but it's like, I'm not perfect. I'm just trying to do what I can to change the sport and make cool stuff. And if, you know, if you guys like it and you mess with it, then that's dope. And I like you guys and I mess with you guys. So it's a, it's a pretty two, two way street. So definitely, uh, I don't think there's really going to be any issues with that, but if there are, I will point people to this section of the podcast.
before I say that. And to make it easy to find, and also with my deteriorating Wi-Fi, do you have any last words on this so we can sort of, you know, wrap it up and then hash out for the chat after? Yeah. Uh, you know, you could be listening to any any podcast, any audiobook, any song in the world right now. We're listening to the Tracks to Podcast. And so I thank you for that because God knows there's infinite podcasts out there, but top something in the UK for stream podcasts on Spotify. My Wi-Fi cut off there. So what was oh, it? Weren't, what? weren't you guys like ranked in like Spotify for the UK, like top yeah, podcast of the year? 19th, I think, in the UK. Dude, that's so ridiculous. Like, I don't know if that's because like there's just hella people listening to your podcast or there's just like not that many podcasts in, in the UK. I think it's because it's like a still a very new thing. Like What, podcasts in the UK? Yeah, or just in general. The amount of people who don't listen to podcasts, I find it's crazy. But like, yeah. we had a very good month, like... Craig Engels, you, the athlete special. Yeah, that's facts. Sam Parsons, the Sam Parsons one too. Sam Parsons, yeah. Charles Hicks, yeah. all but in hey, one month. We're out here on the 19th most listened to podcast in the UK of 2020. So if that doesn't say something, then I, I don't know what else to say because that's that's a pretty big flex. I know uh, definitely there's 18 other podcasts in front of it, but soon soon there won't be this is gonna be the number one podcast in the uk number one podcast in the world well actually saying that i think the one in the uk actually beat joe rogan's so maybe not dude yeah that's ridiculous joe rogan podcast is like the the ultimate bro podcast i mean i feel like every every guy goes through a phase where they listen to joe rogan i mean i still listen to it from time to time elon musk brian cox um what's his name kanye you listen to the kanye one yeah i listen to the kanye one on a long run um, so ridiculous he does go on a, off on a tangent every two seconds yeah like, ask him a question then he starts talking about well he always says like i find it great that he does this but at the same time it's like just give us an answer he's like it just says i'll i'll just use god's will or like god <laughs> and it's like okay that's great but can we elaborate a bit, like please? yeah no i i agree 100 percent with that where it's the thing it's like it's like kanye that's great i want to know more <laughs> But yeah. but yeah, we spoke with uh, the president. You'll find out more. So seriously, man, the, don't tempt me. No, I'm playing. I wouldn't vote for Kanye, or maybe I would. I don't know. We have four more years to find out. So stick along for the ride. Maybe I'll <laughs> yeah. be an American citizen by then. Well, yeah, me and me and Rory both can be American citizens then, because he's he's going out to flag stuff next month anyway. So yeah. I need to get that American passport. So I might need to, you know, hey, man. find someone out there to quickly marry and. Uh, Pull yeah, some strings, boys. man. You can just just marry the homies. Yeah, the boys. Just 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 for the you know it's just for the it's just for the green card, bro. It's just for the passport. I'm I'm already trying to boys track up. Yeah. I well, I guess that we can just I guess this will wrap up the pod. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Thank I was for, gonna... thanks Thank for, you for listening. Watching. I just don't want the internet to, to keep I mean not that it's really even cutting out that much. Yes. Not that it's even cutting out that much, but Buy the magazine. Oh, wait, I've cut off again. Buy the magazine. Oh. Hmm? Thank you. Buy the magazine. Buy the magazine. Buy, the magazine. Buy it. Buy it. Purchase Buy it. it. Credit, uh, debit, cash, get it. check, Venmo, cash app, PayPal. pigeon mail, anything. Anything. Strike. Just kidding. It's probably going to be credit and debit. Yeah.